Jaspreet Bopperai and Don Nicholson with Greenwashed on RCR, Reality Check Radio. Welcome back. You're on RCR with the Greenwash team. I'm Jaspreet and Don Nicholson has been replaced by Jill Booth as we cover SDG 4, the United Nations Sustainable Development Goal number four this time around, quality education. And before I get Jill in, I would like to talk to this email that comes from this uh, really good website called thefacts.nz. And they send out an email once a week or so. And their email number 95th dropped into my mailbox last week. And it was about Kiwi kids leaving school. It seems that since 2017, the number of children, Kiwi kids, that are now leaving school without any NCEA qualification has risen by a staggering 50%. It used to be 10% kids leaving without uh, NCEA qualification in 2017. It's now 15. Currently, 25% of students leave without getting NCEA level 2, considered to be usually, you know, the bare minimum while leaving school. And... Uh, 48% or so left without getting NCEA level three or university entrance. So this is what we are looking at. Agile, a staggering fall from grace. It is a staggering fall from grace, isn't it, Jasper? And it's um, very different from the days that I was at school. I left high school in the oh mid-70s. Gee, I'm giving away my age, aren't I? Um <laughs> And it was under the under the old school cert and UE system. Yep. And it seems to have gone heavily downhill from there. But the difference was when if you left school without school C, you could still get a job. And not that many kids went to university. It was only the, the top of the top and the brightest of the bright or the incredibly um, self-driven. So this whole one size fits everybody and everybody's got to go to university and polytech um, is failing spectacularly yeah so really and, sad but yet if we look at it on at the outset you know uh, climate hysteria climate alarmism ticked off gender studies or all sorts of uh, new additions to really sexualizing kids at a much earlier age ticked off uh, white guilt colonialism studies ticked off what's left We've well, got to wonder where all that comes from too. So what's made what has made such a massive change in our education system? And again, because this is a United Nations um, program with the 17 Sustainable Development Goals. So once you start to have a look at it at, at the back, lying at the back and at the heart of our education system now is UNESCO, um, the United Nations Education and Science Um project so once again through western countries they have got a one-size-fits-all um, education system and this education system now is about they call it um gced which is global citizen ed education wow. so now now your children are being taught how to become a global citizen they've taken away the fact that we live in a in a sovereign country and the all of that's been stripped out um, and we are now a global citizen and we, we our children have been indoctrinated in global citizenship and social justice 
Yeah. And, and when you when you look into that, that is really frightening. So I'll just touch on, um, if you go look for a woman called Maria Perot, so M-A-R-I-A, and then P-E-R-R-E-A-U, Maria Perot. She is a national network facilitator um, for Aotearoa Social Studies, and she has a UNESCO PDF that she has written about this. I think it's four or six pages long. And mm-hmm. this is all about global citizenship and it's all about social justice. And, and social justice comes in with the CRT, the critical race theory that kids are being taught, and that comes in under various names. And then, of course, this this um, total indoctrination that the world is boiling and we're all going to die of climate change. And I think these people are doing our children's mental health serious, serious problems. The number of kids now that really believe our world is going to end because of climate change is is really frightening. And it it carries on into university. I can't believe it. So, listeners, UNESCO is the United Nations Educational, Scientific and Cultural Organization. It's a specialized niche agency of the UN. And when Jill was speaking, I quickly Googled Maria Perot, P-E-R-R-E-A-U-N-Z. And there came up the UNESCO website. And she speaks about this discussion paper that she's prepared for the New Zealand National Commission for UNESCO on global citizenship education. And what is a global citizen? Somebody that works towards fulfilling the United Nations 17 SDGs, you know, has them down pat like a parrot. We now have master's degrees in the Sustainable Development Goals. It makes me wonder what is being taught at university. How can they find so much content to be doing these uh, SDGs as a master's degree? And Maria Perot, she speaks of the global citizenship education as a social justice education. She says human beings are not born with an innate ability to function in such a way. We must learn how to be democratic. And while democratic values such as freedom of speech, equity, human rights, education are heralded as foundational to democracy, not all democracies safeguard these. And now, I, I you know, Jill, a few years ago, when we had Malala Yusuf Sharif suddenly being the Pakistani schoolgirl who survived an atrocious attack on her, being heralded suddenly everywhere. You see influencers being made out of people who have no idea they're being co-opted. And, you know, then they suddenly Greta, become... Yeah. Yeah. Greta Thunberg, another, another girl, a, a mentally unwell girl that has been so used um, to push the message of you know, climate disaster, climate emergency. You know, what 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 stress have they put into that young girl's head? You know, mm-hmm. and, and and these people are criminal with what they do, what they do to our children. But the whole the whole education system is is set out. And from UNESCO, it's you know, they they have an international commission for global debate debate and movement to forge a new social contract for education. What do you now, mean you a new to, social contract for education? No, well, I will have to interrupt it? you here. What is, where, where the hell has the reading, writing, arithmetic, the basics of it gone? Well, it's, well. This, you read these documents, there is nothing about parents. 
That is, you know, and, just something. Not- and and they, you know, they cannot, but they're wanting your state to be your parents, your children's co-parent. Yep. And, and that's a very dangerous situation to get into. I am looking at Maria's paper and she says the answer for Aotearoa New Zealand is a framework of social justice education that encompasses both education for and about social justice so that hierarchies of rate, race, ethnicity, class, gender, sexuality, etc. are not uh, accepted and neither is the normalization of privilege of some groups over others. This is absolute nonsense. At the same time, when they are pushing this, what is the reality for the average New Zealand student? A couple of years ago, Roger Partridge, senior fellow and chairman of the New Zealand Initiative, he wrote a blog post. Another blogger called By Evolution is True carried this. In 2020, he wrote that New Zealand students once ranked near the top of the International Education League tables. In the results in early 2020, from the group called Highly Rated Progress in International Reading and Literacy, all amongst all the English-speaking students of the world, where you know English is a taught as a language, which would include a place like India also, because you learn English right from day dot. New Zealand Year Five students were placed last out of all English-speaking countries in reading. Yes, and that doesn't surprise me because I remember a long. It was a long time ago. Um, I think New Zealand in education ranked about eighth, seventh mm. or eighth in the OECD countries. And then we turned around and followed the losers, which was the K-12, um, when the K-12 education was just being bought in in America, especially in the blue states, because you can't say America now is a generic thing, red states or blue states. So we followed the blue states um, K-12 education and you cannot win if you're following the losers no. and and from there on out and I think that was during the George Bush presidency actually that the no child left behind and I love the way they come up with all these wonderful things no child left behind we are all in and, this and together we, we are all actually in this yeah in this but there's together. a really neat quote I found um Jasper from Thomas Sowell and I just love the guy and he says um, the more I study the history of individuals, uh, of intellectuals, the, the more they seem like wreck- a wrecking crew, dismantling civilization bit by bit, replacing what works with what sounds good. And that's exactly what we've got now. Everything sounds great, you know, um, global citizenship and social justice, but it's a killer for our children. I it really is. Agree I, I'm glad that. I don't have children at school. I'm I'm thrilled I don't have kids at school. I'd be ripping school to pieces with my teeth. Thomas Sowell has said, I'd really put it so well. And this is where Mm. the socialists or the communists or whatever you call them, they've always gone for. It's always been about the children. It's always been about wrecking the very fundamentals of, you know, civilization, your healthcare, your education. (laughs) And here we have it. We are now. 24th out of 26th in all the OECD countries in terms of educational achievement under this PISA scores. This the study has been carried out, you know, the PISA study for over a quarter of a century. So it is not a really small sample. It's quite representative. And in the past decade and a half, New Zealand school scores have declined by 23 points for reading, 22 for science, 29 for English. And keep in mind, 
the basis for this is 30 points is considered the equivalent of one year's learning. So pretty much in all in reading science and maths, New Zealand students have lost a year's worth of education and have been drummed into a whole lot of other climate, gender, you know, colonial nonsense, which is leading to anxiety. And this is where I think we are failing our children desperately, desperately. But that's the UN for you. We we are failing our children, but a lot of it is because we simply don't know and, and aren't aware. And, and I take my hat off to these parents that get stuck into school boards and, and get involved in their children's schooling. And again, the the power of parents is huge. And this can only this can only run away or become a runaway train if we let it. And for, for those of you parents and grandparents that are, are keeping a very close eye on what's going on in in school, I, I take my hat off to you. Kudos. Well done. Absolutely. So please don't uh, let your attention wander. Keep a very close focus, as Jill says, on what's happening in schools, universities, and what exactly our children are being taught because we owe them this much. It is our job to protect them, to nourish them, and to prepare them for a better world. So on that note, Jill, Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm sorry we've been shortchanged for time, but uh, you know how it goes. You've got a lot schedule. more interesting people on than I than <laughs> what I can offer, Jasper. But you know, uh, and just remember, everything the United Nations touches tends to custard. So um, go hard, get out there, have fun. I've never particularly liked custard. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we come to the end of this week's show. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Have a great week, whatever you do. Bye-bye. Bye. Jaspreet Bopperai and Don Nicholson with Greenwashed on RCR, Reality Check Radio.